Work to do. Are you working tonight? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's going on? This is the first podcast of the year 2019. Happy New Year to all of the Cut the Chat listeners. We are back for another episode. How is everybody? I'm good, man. So that's not how we usually start episodes. <laughs> She's got, got, on, got on IG and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, no phones, man. We're filming this now, so you, no, no phone. You can't really be on your phone like that. <laughs> At least posing. Uh, yeah, Happy New Year to everybody, to all the Cutler Chat listeners. Hope everybody had a, a great new How did everybody spend their New Year's? You told me, Ace! <laughs> <laughs> well, you got put it on Ace like that. I was DJing. Nah, <laughs> nah. My New Year's Eve, yeah. I can't lie, was one of the best New Year's Eves I've had for a very long time. Bruv, it was just fun. Yeah. Like, it was it was fun. So, we we had, we went on a road trip. Obviously, if you came out for Femi's birthday, Letitia Hector's leaving party, Ace's end of year rave, Bad and, people and, and a little cut the chat celebration. It must have been mad outside. Bad people that yeah, get in. Yeah, I kind of apologise to everybody that didn't get in. Yeah, I'd like to too. I think Femi should apologise. I might it. seem like I didn't care, but I did. No, you didn't. Why are we apologising for? Because we told everyone to get there at a decent time. And <laughs> if you get there at one because you want to be a superstar, that's your business, isn't it? <laughs> that's what well, she's right. Made to sit, stand outside. I'll be honest early. with you. I'll be honest with you. I got there at eleven. When I got in, it was empty. So right. yeah, no one, no one else had an excuse to get there late. And to be fair, I didn't think it, it wasn't jam inside. I don't think it was ever they jam, could, jam they inside. Could've, they didn't let people. They could have let another fifty people in at least. At I one think. point, it did. It was tight. Yeah. Really. At one point, it was tight. They were doing crowd control still because they they, they could have let more people in. But yeah, big up to everybody that came out to that. I had a terrible time. But are um, we talking yeah, about that? You can if you want. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what happened? What happened? Now let's talk about it. <laughs> Look at Lee. Look at. <laughs> At least still traumatized. Do you remember what happened, though? No, I was, I was quite drunk. Femi doesn't even know what happened. Femi doesn't know. He knows nothing. We was a man down. <laughs> no, no. So, basically, what happened was, at one point, I just saw Ace sitting in the corner. <laughs> but then I saw my missus sitting in the corner as well. So, like, Are we like, talking about your missus as well? Well, we can't even. <laughs> Everyone was just sat in the corner. All right. Well, all right. So, should I tell my story? Or do you want to tell your missus story first? No, nah, well, don't. You can nah, go first. Nah, yeah, don't, let's not tell your missus story. All right. Well, basically, this goes on YouTube now. Don't tell yeah, my wife's story. <laughs> I just had a funny turn, and I didn't realize I was having a funny turn until right at the end. And when I think back about the night now, I'm like, I should have left from the beginning. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have turned up. You shouldn't I shouldn't have been there. there. No. Nah, and the thing is, and, and I blame you lot as well. Can I tell you why? Explain why. Wait, Let me explain why. Me. Yeah, no, I'm gonna explain why. Because I know I'm a big guy, yeah, but I don't sweat like that. <laughs> what are you sweating, fam? I was drenched the whole night. I was sweating profusely. Like, oh my! Wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. I'm actually finished. Juiced up. No, I, who's I'm the, juiced up. Yeah, you were juiced. Why up. am I worried about you, bro? Yeah, there you go. We already gave Femi the champagne yardy spray. <laughs> I spent pee I didn't have, and you feel worried about you sweating. Um, I was hold like, on, Ace. Yeah, understand. Yeah, I was working like it was my rave. You yeah. saw me up and down. Well, the I stairs, saw you. I saw yeah. you. But at, at some point, I one of you lot should have been like, you know what, fam, you need to go home. Looking back, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I think remember. I do you remember how much I was sweating? I remember when we was on yeah. the stairs, and you was like, D. I beg you go and get bloody blind. <laughs> and I, all I remember is you fanning yourself <laughs> with a flannel. And I Fam. thought, I, I kind of look back like, why are you still it sweating? Was, it wasn't even hot in there. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that, hot that in there. My, my whole outfit was drenched. And I'm like, 
when I think back about it now, this was the science that told you to go home. <laughs> so then come two o'clock, my body just said, nah, fam, this is long for you, fam. So it's, Femi. It's time, so it's Femi, time to go. Who's, who's, and, and I bumped into, then I bumped into Lee. You're you mad, man. Right? I, I, I don't remember this way. You don't help, you're the one that helped me out of the club. I know, that's why. Yeah, I remember that because my clothes was wet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I wet? <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, that Man was soaking wet, blood. It was mad. It was mad. Got I thought, you know what? I thought he was having a heart attack. Got, I, I real talk, I thought he was having a heart attack. Like that. I thought, oh my God, you have a heart attack. Got him but, outside and he was slumped on the railings. <laughs> it just so happened my car was there. And you know, like, you know, we chat to people, he's like, yo, are you all right? Are you all right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then man just had to make the executive decision. You're not all right because we're going to hospital. Mm. Now, here's the thing. For maybe the last... Four weeks, Vienna Grace's car seat has been in the back of my car. Yeah, it's been behind me in the driver's side. So we've put me and Lee have got Ace, and we're carrying him to the car, and we put Ace in the back of the car. I've moved my seat all the way forward. We've got Ace in the back of the car. So I'm like Lee, jumping. Where do you think Lee chose to sit? <laughs> I don't even remember this, but I know I what, what would have been the penis. I know he tried to buckle himself in Vienna Grace's car seat. <laughs> you know what? I'm thinking about now. I'm thinking about now. I think I would have got into the seat. I think Iraq could get into my room. Hitch up next to me. He was more or less on my lap. He was like literally on my lap. He had his arm around me. He was like, "Fam, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay." Oh, bro. like whispering in my ear. I could feel his breath on my neck. Femi, it's understand. Like, you're gonna be alright. You're gonna be alright. I'm looking at Ace and I'm like, you need space. Sugar. I, I you need space. You need sugar and space. So I've given him the, the vim. I had a bottle of Vimto, <laughs> like the Vimto that you can drink already. I'm like, Ace, drink the Vimto. What's Lee doing? <laughs> Lee's trying to get Ace naked. <laughs> no, but he was it was wet though. I know, <laughs> but my car's not that big, blood. I hear that, but he was like, wet, bro. Ace, take this off. <laughs> You're gonna be alright. I mean, I'm how you have on though. I show you. I only had a t-shirt and I, I did have a hoodie on. Exactly, I think I was trying to get the hoodie off. It was wet back there, man. Oh, yeah. Femi, all this is happening whilst I'm, whilst, whilst I'm trying to drive and find the hospital. Oh, no, we're going through red lights. <laughs> we're, we're, going going through yeah. Yeah. we're going through all the lights. Oh, I was mad. Damon almost pulled the car over and battered me. <laughs> Damon's going, Lee, where's the hospital? Where's the hospital? How's he going to get him? And Lee's just like, oh. Lee's still giving me sweet nothings in my ear. It's going to be all right. It's going to be right, big man. You know I love you, right? Oh, you know I love you, right? Shit, Lee, man. not now. And whilst he's doing this, he's on the phone. <laughs> To his bony fide brickings who don't really know what's going on. See, he's trying to inform them of what's going on, yeah? I'm at the hospital, but I don't know where the entrance is. So I'm like, Lee, you're a black cab driver, fam. Where's the hospital? Go up there, bus a left, go through the lights. Lee, right, can I be honest <laughs> I've taken with you? us to the A12. No, Lee. Can you How many times do you think someone puts their hand in the, in the, in the, in the air like that to me and goes, take me to the hospital? <laughs> Never, probably never. Never. Yeah, but Why the fuck would I remember where the hospital is? <laughs> how the hell do I remember where the hospital is then? I ain't got a clue where it so is. I know where that? it is, but I don't know how to get there. Okay. You know one of them ones? Because I never go there. The bait is places. Somewhere like that you think I would know, innit? Do you know I what's mad? I again. know where it is. I said Whitechapel straight away, but yeah. I, I couldn't tell you how to get there. There's about 20 there. entrances at hospital, you know? And you know what? It's changed since I learned the entrance to go in. You can't go in that same entrance. So when I'm looking at it now, I'm thinking, what? Where do you go? 
Because the entrance that we went to originally, do you remember? Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't even let him in. They wouldn't even let me in. Well, like, right, he's dying. <laughs> then, nah, you can't get in this way. Okay. Are so you mugging me? Dying, but. No, but it was that was that was that kind yeah, of urgency uh, that we yeah, were coming it with. Was, yeah, it was peak. It was, it was peak. peak. Um, obviously, you can see him. He's alive and kicking. I'm here. I am going to post up some of the best pictures and videos. <laughs> No. no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. Yes, I am. Yes, no, you're should, not. No, you're we should not. all see Because them. obviously, Lee mm. doesn't switch off. Doesn't. Yeah. And he was drunk. Very drunk. I was chong. Yeah. yeah. And I was blitz. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, so one of the things Lee done, you know you've got the disinfectant hand sanitizer <laughs> in a big square bottle. So Lee, there's a doctor, senior doctor examining Ace. Firstly, the senior doctor comes in. Yeah. And says to Ace, I know these are a lot of your friends, but I'm going to give you an examination. Would you like them to leave? Before Ace has even responded, Lee's like, no, nah, we're all right. I've seen everything. <laughs> but not in, a, not in a gay way, in a, in a mandem way. <laughs> what? <coughs> yeah. So then, so then Ace is like, all right, yeah, cool. <laughs> Lee has then got the hand sanitizer, he's that big thing that's in the picture. He's actually stolen it. And stuck it down his trousers front. Ballsed it. Yeah. <laughs> Gangster. He actually stole it. Then, then he proceeds to start squirting the thing, talking about I'm busting all over you, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's just a fraction of what this guy was keeping up with in the hospital. But I'm gonna post up a couple of the pictures. While I was in bare pain, man, yeah, this is making me half laugh. naked. Just, half yeah. naked. He's all lifting up the gown, talking about. <laughs> Talking about yeah, nah, let's not, nah, let's not talk about what you were doing. That was doing. Was I yeah. doing? Oh no, you're lying. You're doing a madness. Ace? You're doing oh, absolute madness. Yeah, you're doing a madness. You asked me to come into the X-ray room with you. No, I didn't. <laughs> you remember that, yeah? <laughs> okay, let's not let's not say anymore. <laughs> Give me them puppy eyes. How can I say no? Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, big up to to everyone that was at the party. The party was a great I had party. A terrible yeah, time. It was a wicked party until that, man. I can't believe we left early because of that, man. It wasn't early. It was, it was finishing. early. No, it, was it wasn't finishing. even finishing. It wasn't. I thought we left at 2.30, you know? We left like 10 minutes before the end. Oh, see. No, the party finished. Yeah. It felt sudden. I felt like I was just going around saying hello and I, was, I didn't get a chance to dance, dance. Yeah. Femi, Femi danced, though. Yes. I was going in. I had a yes. good time. You got steps, man. Where did you learn that? Is your mum the dancer? Nigeria, no. man. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely that time in Jamaica. Nigeria, like, in Jamaica, Jamaica steps. It, like, mm. it was, I was there in Jamaica. Femi's you know, got like, steps, man. I went to Jamaica again still. I booked it. Where are you going? When are you going? March. March. Oh, for Budgie. Yeah. For Budgie. Hey. Well, we're not supposed to be going together. Hey, yeah. yeah, you can still go. <laughs> Fuck. I saw a Nigerian and he don't care. We can still we go. Can st- are can we going? Still. I can't go in March. Why? Because I've just taken a week off to go to LA. In February, Lee, go I'm, I'm, I'm going skiing in uh, Bulgaria. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm going skiing. It's meant to be good, you know, in yeah. Bulgaria. I'm going there. So you're going skiing. You're going to go ski rolling around. Remember, ski remember we went to skiing. We went skiing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what? Are you one of them kids that went skiing in school? Don't you remember when we went skiing and me and Hannah done the proper slope? Why you lost at the bottom? Learning how to stand up. I mean, Hannah was coming down the drive sort of that. Yeah. Pussy yeah. <laughs> um, how, how was you lot's New Year's? Yeah, it was nice, man. I just had a little quiet one at home. On your own? No, no. I had a few fam- family members come over, celebrated the New Year that way. I don't really get chung no more like I used to. I think the last time I was chung was at uh, the party, innit? No, it was the day before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the day before, innit? But yeah, I've, I'm done with having little soirees at my yard anyway because, you know, you're just running around making people don't mash up your shit. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's dead. <laughs> but um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really into going out no more for New Year's either. 
I'm a bit of a bore. I just, it's too much effort. And it always lets me down now. I mean, in the beginning, when I was in my early 20s, I used to love going up. Going out like 30, 40, man. Remember D? We used to go up Ipswich. Ipswich was a shout back in the day, yeah. man. I just don't think yeah. anything lives up to them moments anymore. You know what it is, but we're older. See, yeah. when we was young, we just didn't care. Mm. Or when we was younger. Because I swear we was running so late that we saw it in on the motorway. Well, no, no, we got there in time. No, 30 man didn't. convoy. You might have got there late, but I tell you this now, I was in the club. <laughs> really? I was in the club. Every year I made it into the club at the right time. For the count. Now there's only one time when I was worried when I was 17. I remember when I was 17, I looked about 14, and I thought I wasn't gonna get in. And them times they didn't even check IDs. You know them days there. <laughs> they didn't even check IDs. Mm. Speaking of 14 year olds. Mm. Oh wow. Whoa. <laughs> you know them segways there. Whoa. Know them segways there. Might as well, isn't it? Might as well. Let's go. Well. Uh, this weekend, a documentary came out on the Lifetime channel in America called "Surviving R. Kelly," a six-part documentary uh, about the recent alle- well, not recent. It's been going on for years. The allegations surrounding R. Kelly and uh, his relationship with underage girls and just women in general. To be fair, um, who see it? I see it. All of it. All of it. Damon. Did they let it off like one by one or did they just let all the... So like, it was like two every, two every night. Okay. Yeah. Femi's the only one that hasn't seen you it. I kind it? of refusing to watch it. I sent you the link. Yeah, you sent me the link. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Because re- the one he sent me, I couldn't open. The one you sent me, I, I used that one. I sent you the link and it's like, I just don't... I feel like we've known about this for like 20 years or something. Like maybe not 20, maybe... Femi? Maybe 15. I thought that. No, no, you, I know. I hate. thought that there's stuff in there. It opened my eyes. There's a lot. stuff in there, and you know what it is. The child stuff with the video. I, I haven't seen that video. I'm not going to watch the video. That Have you I, never seen that? Nah, that Have you never I seen the arcade sex thing. Nope, I saw that it. I knew about. Yeah, I saw it. But you Back know what? You know what this this documentary kind of let me know how much, how many girls, how many under underage girls he was messing with. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, like, the video. You could turn around and say, all right, he didn't know how old she was or something, 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 if it was that one thing. You see, for how many's in this documentary? Fam, he was drawing underage girls at his trial for sleeping with underage girls. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, she went underage, though, was she? She was. She was, she was 14 going to his trial. She didn't, yeah, he didn't he draw her until she, she, she was 16, though. He didn't still, get a number until she was 16. He still picked her up. Yeah, but we can't yeah. say he drawed her because technically he didn't. What he did, he was just saying thank you for the support. So you can't really get him on that. There's no ground to get him. It, if you watch it, well, I do see the angle. People, you remember these people were saying that in a crowd of he women, the young he team. would always focus on the young things. Give them a little nod, a little smile. And be like, yes. That's disgusting. I see you. I felt bad for Sparkle, man. That must have broke her, man. Yeah, and that, that that she just didn't really she just her career just she refused to kind of work again, didn't it? Mm. After that, so you kind of like, but imagine that you brought your niece because they were interested in music. She was meant to be a rapper, innit? it? Like yeah. the brat. Yeah, and um, basically, yeah, he ended up. She probably didn't see it even coming that way. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, didn't even watch it. I mean, there's so many like. You can't watch it and not ask questions about like where were the parents? How come you didn't do that? Like. No, but we we I think don't you think at the time we were always thinking that pe- people may be lying as well, right? And I feel I like there's a couple on there. I did think I, I did think that sometimes I did think sometimes you know what 
oh, I don't know about this one. This one could be everyone. This one's just jumping on the bandwagon, kind of. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But what it seemed to me is like he just basically focused on vulnerability in it, and just it's art of manipulation. His style of yeah. disgusting. Because the girls, you've got to be honest with the girls that he was going for. They weren't like you'd think they'd be models. Like not not taking anything away from the girls, do you got what I'm saying in looks wise, but I'm saying a big superstar like that, you think they'd be attracted to like stunt like girls out of this world, but they were just it, regular. Yeah, girls. but they probably don't think that they're regular, and also, like they all are chasing fame. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're all like they want a piece of the cookie. Like, well, not all of them, but majority of them were like, oh, um, I, I was a singer, I was an up and coming singer. He was going to help me with my career. He was going to bust me, and then they just end up being part of the harem. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like he uses that. He uses the fact that he is successful, that he is probably one of the greatest R&B writers ever, even just R&B guys, uh, to get in with these girls. And Do you know what it is? Because he is one of the greatest, and that's the, and that's the killer thing about it. This, that's the hard thing about it, because he is so great. Yeah. But he's on trial, and he's releasing tunes like Happy People and Step in the Name of Love. These are big rhythms. These are big wedding tunes. Do you get I, what I'm saying? That, I remember being young and finding that a bit mad. That I remember finding it crazy that he had this trial. There was this video going around. I never saw it at the time. I still haven't seen it. I remember that there was this video going around. Everyone was talking about it, and I was in secondary school. And I remember like just straight afterwards, like months afterwards, he had bare tunes and it was all over the radio. Yeah. And he was the biggest artist. Like mm. it was at, after, straight afterwards, he was the biggest block. But I, I could. Remember him being the biggest black artist it's like a in the world. Mm. He was on the radio. Mm. He was on like everywhere. Mm. He was always on TV. He had step. He had um. He had a tune that was mad catchy that they played. That they were stepping the name of love. A happy and happy, happy people. people. No, but there was a next one that was just like a R. You know, like the step tunes were like. Yeah. But there was a next straight R and B tune. He brought out a double disc CD. Mm. And he was doing all of this stuff straight afterwards. And I, I always thought, oh, you know what? I remember at the time thinking, as a kid, like, at the time thinking, oh, he must have, like, bust case mm. or something. And so he's fine. But then I, in my head, I remember thinking it was suspect because, like, if that was him in the video and that was a girl, why, why, how could he get away with that? Mm. And then I remember, like, sort of explaining it away in my head, thinking, well, the American legal system probably paid off the family, da 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 But then you think about it, about what he actually did and the fact that he was allowed to then still build a career afterwards. It's horrible. It's disgusting. It's wild. And like also, people within the industry must have known way before. Yeah, yeah, but I think that people in the industry would also participate in similar activities. I think, you know, think? I think, yeah, I do. I think it was a thing of the past. You know, certain things were kind of like just... Except yeah, it was more accepted back in the day than it is now. But he took it to a, le- a different level in it. Like, oh, Rob, no, nah, I can't do that. You're going too far in it. You, you know, see, one of them you ones, see, but... You see the young girls thing, yeah? Because didn't Dame Dash get out of her as well, pe- Aaliyah? People, I, yeah, but that's when she was of age, though. Yeah. But she was still young. I think still a young, young girl. But o- she was History shows that men have always dated or been attracted to young girls on the borderline. Can you say young girl? What do you mean, El- men? Elvis Can you say young girl, not young girls? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis yeah. Presley moved Priscilla Presley into his yard at like fourteen. Um, yeah, yeah. They were, at the beginning of the documentary yeah she was young Jer- Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13 year old niece Jerry Lee Lewis you know what I mean wow so it's, it's not new this this young girls thing isn't new you understand I think the shocking thing for R. Kelly is the levels 
the levels, the mental torture, the physical torture. Once he had them, it was literally, right, call me daddy. That's your room. You don't come out of that room. You ask me if you want to go, when you want to go to the toilet, when you want to eat. There was one girl that was saying, like, if she done anything wrong, man would just starve her. Like, like she must have said no, something. But what did he do? It. What was he doing? Just like sleeping had them with them. In the, had them had all in different rooms. The all, all in different rooms. And you know what the thing is? Each room ain't massive. You know, it's just like a, it look. It, you, you think he had them imprisoned. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and he's got one his dungeon, which is the black room, where he does the threesomes and whatever. But they all got their own little rooms as well. They're not allowed to talk to each other. They're not allowed yeah. to have no contact with the outside world no, unless they spoke to him. How did no. it get out? How so this is the thing, they're, they're so, he, the way he does it, he's so good at what he does that they won't move. They won't. All right, so, he, so he's this. If they want a sandwich, they have to come so in their room and slump their feet. Yeah. Until, and, until he comes out. Like, that's... Yeah. It's, like, it's brainwashing. So later on in, in, so in, in, later on in the program, yeah, there's a mum whose who's daughter left and went to stay with R. Kelly, yeah, because like, there's, there's various different girls that this happened to. And the mum has tracked the girl down to a hotel, found a girl in a hotel... Convinced the hotel manager to go and um, get her to go up to the room. Yeah, just cutting little bits out. Gone up to the room, bust the door, and you can see she's in shock. So it's probably the mum, the mum's sister, and maybe like someone with a camera. So she don't really know what to do. She's embraced her. She's like, look, there's somebody else in the room. Like, I'll come back at six o'clock. She's like, yeah, cool, come back at six. So when the mum's gone back at twenty to six, the hotel manager's like, listen. Um, you can't come in here. Uh, your she, daughter she, has told us that you're not her real mum, and when you turn up to, to force you to leave, we're calling the police. So the mum's left, yeah? So the mum's left like, right, my daughter called police on me. That's how brainwashed they've got her. So the mum just thought, fuck it, and rang the daughter, because you got a phone number, rang the daughter, said, yo, Wagwan. So the daughter's like, yeah, what's happening? He's like, what do you mean, what's happening? I'm downstairs. You called the police on me. Sorry, you called the police on me. The daughter's like, nah, never. So the mum's like, I, I didn't think you did. You understand? So basically, word has got back to R. Kelly and his people. So they've just contacted the hotel like, yo, listen, if that woman comes back, she's not the real mum, bloody, bloody, blah. So, or, or they've got another girl to contact and it's, the it's, man phone down. You know what I mean? So there's room. a lot of things. And it's, it's just manipulation and brainwashing, convincing you that your, your, your family don't want you, your family don't care about you. No one's going to love you as much as I do. If you run away, you know, we're going we're gonna to hurt you, we're going to hurt your family, bloody, bloody, blah. No, as dark as it is, it's a movie, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, mad. It's, 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 a, it's actually it's a movie, the way you're flexing. Like, you can't, that's what I'm saying. You, but then I think, well, you know why it's hard to believe? Because you, as well, you know when someone's a star you automatically think that people are just throwing themselves at him at them and they chose to be in that position because mm. they're thinking oh god like it's, it's R. Kelly staying in his big mansion rah, rah, but this, when you saw that side of the documentary you just saw it weren't like that mm. like you're assigned to your room and that was it no but it's a bit weird it's like what I don't understand obviously it's American people chase fame a little bit more like why would you let your child live with anyone no, but they're of age when they lived there. So they are of age but when still, they lived there. 16, no, you're right, you're 16, right. 16, Why would you let your did you child... See, did you see what Master P said? Master P said, regardless... Like, remember that woman? There's a woman at the end, and she sees her, her child is... And in, from the window, yeah. From yeah, the window, yeah, yeah. and her child is staying in the studio. Because some of the girls, he keeps in the studio as well. And she knows that her child's in the studio. Bit, obviously, that, the child's, what, 17, 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. now. But Master P made a point and said, look, if that's your child... 
you don't care about law and whatever. You break in 100%. and you do what you need to do. She's That's your child. And deal with the consequences <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Throwing stones at the window. It's a, it's a joke thing. So, what, my child. Joke thing. Right, so basically, the mum's right. outside. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. So basically, in Chicago, there's a big building. And it's, it's, just, it's one of a studio that R. Kelly like A studio complex. Yeah. And there's various different rooms in there and whatever else. So there's a lot of girls living in the studio. Now, in America, there's something called a wellness check. So if you haven't seen a relative or a child in a certain amount of time, you can call the police. Say, I haven't seen, doesn't matter what age they are. You can call the police and say, look, I haven't seen this person. I know they're living there. I need you to go to the property and do a wellness check. Just to let me know there's no bruises, there's no broken bones, there's no this and no that. Yeah. But to do this wellness check, you have, the police have to be let into the property. So they're there and the police have gone there and the police are like, look, there's only two ways we can get into this property because we've been banging down the door for the last hour. There's only two ways we can get into this property. They let us in or we break in. But if we break in, we can't break in now. We have to go get a court order, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. That's very unlikely it's going to happen. Yeah. So at that point, as a parent, it's like, okay, if I can't get in there, I'm going to force you to come out. So I'm, I'm, I'm no, going to no. set the place on no, fire. No, I'm cause. turning it all bad, man, then. Yeah, yeah. See, right. I'm turning it all bare. Like, yeah, 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 of course. I'm putting yeah. all, my all the men them. Hundred percent. Listen, this is what's going on. And like, if you're my friend, you're coming. come down mm. with whatever you've got in your and, house. And you see that there? That's what made me think that this one particular couple. I'm like, they're throwing stones out a window. No, I just think for me, I just think it's um, it's symptomatic of what's wrong with our societies. Like, people are so celebrity obsessed that they will allow their children to get caught up in that situation. Mm. Mm. It's like you trust a star so much. But you, you know want what your, the funny your, thing your is, your though? Cho- uh? You know what the funny thing is? You see this couple, when they're being interviewed, the, the dad is like... So basically what happened, they've gone to R. Kelly's concert for his birthday. Now they've heard the rumours, everybody's heard the rumours, but nothing's been proven. So they're giving him the benefit of the doubt. But the dad's gone to the concert... R. Kelly's seen his daughter and pulled his daughter up on stage. The dad's like, okay, cool, because I'm here. Nothing like what I've heard can happen whilst I'm here. Yeah. Then the daughter gets taken round back, round back, out of a different exit. Yeah. Out of a different different exit. The dad's there. If I remember this correctly, the dad's like, all right, cool, but we're still here. Mm. Yeah. And then I think the daughter auditions for R. Kelly round back, round back, comes out and says, yo, R. Kelly wants to hear more of my stuff. Basically, she goes to a hotel, meets him, yeah. So the so the parents find out and they're like, "Yo, we told you, you not to be to the there house. without us." So they've gone to the hotel, kicked up a fuss, made up a big fuss. The daughters come out. Obviously, the daughters cussing you. You messed up my audition. You messed up my this and that and that. Bloody bloody blah. I think later on, I think later on, basically, I can't remember how it's happened, but she's now in the yard. Now, when they're talking to the parents, the dad is like, the dad is like. The dad's like, I never thought this would ha- this could happen to me because I, you know, we kind of know what Arkel is about and knowing what Arkel is about, we made the rule that anytime she sees him, we're mm. gonna be there. Mm. Now, first things first, if you know what Arkel is about, that's the end of that conversation right there. Mm. That's the end of that conversation right there because you know what I thought about as well. You've been hearing these rumors for maybe the last five to ten years. Longer than that. Cool. Can anyone in here tell me any male or female 
that has bust musically from, from R. Kelly. Kelly. Nope. That you think that you're... Oh, well, well, it happened to them. It happened to them. Nope. So even a, though the rumours are there, he's busting no people. He ain't bust no singer. He hasn't bust no one. He ain't bust no singer. No one. one. Sparkle had one tune. No but, one. No and he one. brought back Mr. Biggs. No Who one. had one tune? Yeah, he did bring back Mr. Biggs. No, no, but, bring, no, 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 But he was already, he was already out. But that, he brought, that's he brought like back. saying he brought back Marvin Gaye. Them man, they have their career, you Damon, know. Damon, you're right. You're right. He ain't bust no one. You know, it's no very, one. it's very sad, man. It just shows like, uh, it's just like one. Obviously, R. Kelly is a perverted individual, but at the same time, we really have to like analyze our react our, our the way we bring our children up and the way we protect them and mm. the way we allow them to buy into this celebrity culture because that's all it is mm. it's that people want to be stars so much and people place so much importance on being stars mm. that they will allow their children to get caught up in that situation it's sad, you know, like, it's sad because really a lot of these, like, from what you guys are telling me, a lot of these parents start off being like, yeah, it's cool, you can go to that studio. No, I'm not going to say a lot. No, it's not cool, I'm say but maybe two, they, maybe two they, out of the whole program. They do, speak to, they do speak to R. Kelly as well at the time, so no, but, they, no, but, they kind of feel no, like but, they're comfortable but, with him. No, but you've heard the, re- like, the, the, like I said, I was in secondary school, I've got kids now, I'm married. Mm. Like, when the, when the first thing come out, mm. I was a child myself. I was maybe 13. I'm 32. The, the Leo thing was, what, 96, 97? That's mad. Do you get what I'm saying? That's mad. Do you know what, though? I think he, he did... Um, he, I think he learned to do how he, what he'd done from his mum, though. I think that the same thing he does to them girls, I think his mum done that to him and his brothers. Real talk. And that, that last clip that we put on the post today, that he's talking about right, his relationship right. with his mum. Yeah. Right. Almost like he fancied his mum. Right. And I think that that manipulation probably had to happen to I'm, all his brother. That this is just a, this is just my well, Caribbean. His mum molested him. Yeah, his mum did. He said he was well, molested from he didn't say his mum. He, 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 he said a family member molested him. Him and, and one of his brothers. One of his were brothers. molested as well. Now, now what? I'm, I'm it glad, seems quite similar. I'm glad you raised that because I've been saying for the last two days here yeah, that I watched a, a program maybe about a year ago about people on death row in America, and you know they're on death row for. for 20, 30, 40 years and it showed you his story and it showed you the victim's family and obviously it told you the the crimes and and some of these crimes are the worst and there was one family that was split down the middle this guy has murdered their dad done a bag of madness family split down the middle one side of the family is like nah he needs to die because there's a thing called clemency Mm -hmm. yeah right so the family's like nah he needs to die forget the clemency thing Managed to die. The other side is like, no, let him live. He's got things to offer society. So when you speak into the other side of the family, they're like, why? What's going on? And it goes, we, we researched into this guy who is now, I don't know, 40 years old or something. We've researched into him. When he was four, he was molested. When he was seven, he was molested. When he was 10, he was molested by his family members. Put into care. Molested again by the, the, the carers that were supposed to be looking after him. You see, when you go through that, I'm not saying it's right. It's not right. And it doesn't excuse what you have gone on to now do and you now have victims. But in all of these cases, there's cases, there's a clear link between what happened to you as an adolescent, as a child, to what you're dealing with now. Don't get me wrong. R. Kelly needs to be punished severely. 
but I but I have to also look at the people around you, the people that enabled you to behave like this. Yeah, the people that you were sending out. What you think I can ask any one of you, man, to to go fucking Westfields and draw me some teenagers, <laughs> some young things? What are you man doing it? <laughs> You understand? So I have, to, I have to look at those people around him that enabled this, that facilitated this. Mm. For what? For financial gain. For wait, wait, wait. When you say young, how young? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it wasn't just you one. And I'm very sure that, you see, because all of them knew, that's what this documentary, documentary highlighted as well, that his personal security all of his staff knew and at some point they say yeah i did think that was a bit strange but i was asked him once and he said it was cool and by the time it, it come on top a 16 year old's telling me that she's pregnant or you understand what i'm They're saying all on the payroll isn't it but you still carry about it, on Pure he, yes man He's even right. like everything that he does even in, in in terms of like so like the studio complex there's a bucket in every room for all the girls to go to the toilet and they can't go and use the toilet yeah so like R. Kelly is not going to fucking Tesco's to buy buckets. Like, he's got someone in his team that knows to go and put buckets in, in the... And they, that's empty in the buckets. That's empty that's, that's stopping it. He's got all of these girls on the same phone. So, like, he's got access to all of their text messages and their... Yeah. So, if you phone the girls, yeah. but it, I answer. I answer. And R. Kelly is not phoning E and being like, yo, I need... I need eight, eight, eight phones. Like, yeah. He's got a man, somebody in his you team understand? is doing that for Even him. the guy said it. Like, he was flying girls in and flying girls out yeah. and running back. And, and he's, 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 he's illiterate. So he can, can barely read and write. He can read and write some things. But, and even, even his wife was like, bruv, he can't read and write. She Who's booking the flights? Yeah. Who's arranging this? Who's arranging that? There's people that's doing this. Mm. You see when the girl decides to dip out? Because they say, yeah, see girls that are in, uh, women that are in uh, abusive relationships, it takes them about seven to ten times before they leave successfully, yeah? So all these other times that you left, you've either mentally couldn't leave and you've come back. There was one time where they, where they said a girl was running down the road, a man, man chased her down the road. That wasn't R. Kelly. That was one of your fucking bedrooms. Do you know what I mean? Mm. What, you think this is behaviour, bruv? I, I pose the question. You see all of these people. I pose the question. You see my dog? You remember my dog that I had? If I told you my dog had attacked a couple youths, <laughs> but don't worry. Put your youth in the same room as my dog and leave him there. Let's lock the door. <laughs> bruv, it's the same fucking thing, mm. bruv. Mm. You understand? All of these people, you're going you, to bring your youths to fuck around with R. Kelly? Because none of those people who worked for him, you weren't telling those stories about your daughter, your niece, you weren't telling none of these stories, so you knew what was going on. It's horrible, man. Do you think it's going to get worse now? Because now, obviously, this doc, this doc is out. All the, uh, if, uh, if I was working for him, even no matter how much the big the check was, I'd have to say, you know what, Rob? But I have to hand him my P45. <laughs> peak, peak right now out there for you. Yeah, but no, they're he, looking off his shows. His, his P is going down. He got I, evicted I, from two of his yards. Up I, I googled his net worth. He said a million pounds. Wow. I was like, raw. Your P is drying up mad quick, boy. Wow. But his streams have gone up by like something like yeah, 6%. thirty percent. Thirty percent. Thirty percent. His streams went up. I mean, but obviously, still, he's gonna. I mean, look. At the yeah, end of the day, also, right now, some people in the general public don't understand how streaming works. I was mm. talking to some girl that I know today about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah." Um, she was talking about streaming. I goes like, she goes, I goes, I'll never listen to any of these songs ever, mm. not even on Spotify, not on YouTube, not on nothing. Mm. Like, oh, 
does he get paid from that? <laughs> people don't like. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. some people don't even get our streaming and then things work. Like, yeah, but that's, so, yeah, but that's somebody, probably why. Do you get what I'm somebody saying? had an argument today? Yeah, because obviously people are talking about when he wrote this song, he was really talking about that. And when so people are going to go and listen to these songs to be like, oh yeah, he really was. I feel like that's what a lot of people did after yeah, watching of it. Of course, of yeah. course, because there was like they obviously show clips of certain tunes and then yeah. You're like, oh my god, I forgot about that, or you might yeah. go back and listen to that. Or, yeah, man. I mean, some people. I feel like some people may have even had like a funeral for his music and pl- wanted to display it for one last time because he's a big dude. I'm, like not, that. I'm not listening. I'm, to I'm not gonna lie to you though. That's not like a good idea. Though. <laughs> like one last time. One last time. Just one last you know, time. One last time. There was a BBC documentary that you told us about yeah, that yeah. was tackled this about two years ago. No, yeah. it, was, it was maybe about a year ago. Maybe not year. Last year. And you spoke about. It. I've not. I've not listened to R. Kelly for years. You know. Really. I. I yeah. I, and I, you know, what? I'll be honest. Like, like I said, like even like. From like TP2, yeah. that album, I like that album. Like, do you get what I'm saying? But I can't listen to R. Kelly Bro, again. Ask Ash. You see, when R. Kelly's come on in the car for the last how long, I just get skipped. Like, there's too many tracks to. I can't go through my whole listing and delete and delete and delete. See, when R. Kelly comes on, get skipped. No. But Darren was telling me about a DJ that he knows. And um, over the weekend, he was DJing, and bare people were requesting R. Kelly. And he was like, okay. And he played Vibe. He played R. Kelly Vibe. Shut down. Goes absolute shutdown. I'm just like, people are weird. The geezer- no, no, I'll be real. I'll be real. Let's like, I'll be real. Do you know what? Do you know what? R. Kelly's got lots of good songs. This is this. That's an understatement. Unfortunately, he's the best. Did you see what? Did you see when they said how he made I Believe I Can Fly? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. smiling at that clip, so I was hating him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And then when he when they when they said how he made that, how did he make he's it? watching Michael Jordan. Imagine that he's watching Michael Jordan play for the Bulls and whatever. And he said, "Look at him, it's like he's flying." <laughs> I believe I can fly, <laughs> bro. I was smiling because I was thinking, can you imagine you're sitting down with him and he just starts singing this tune? And he goes, "You get to go to the studio and lay down the tracks." And that was, I believe I can fly. Mad. You're just watching him. He's like, you're just. But as he him. said that, what they have said is. And it's it's like music everywhere. It's like reggae. It's like hip hop. It's like rap. It's like R and B. Slow jams. Every song comes from some truth, yeah. some heartache, some yeah. joy, some violence. Man shot in the road. So, you understand what I'm saying? So see all the other songs. We're talking about age. Age ain't nothing but a number. Obviously, that was a lyric yeah, song. But I always wrote that it. song was dodgy. That's fine, but there's obviously see, like the last documentary, "Feeling Your Beauty." Yeah, he was in the record studio just rubbing on young gal's bottom, and that's how that yeah, that's song come about. That, yeah. that doc was about. Isn't yeah. it? You understand? So all when you so when you now hear these songs again, you're like, hold oh, no, on, wait. And in the documentary, you got man turning around saying, hold oh, no, on, wait. This motherfucker told us throughout his whole career yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, you feel like what he was doing no, because then you feel like an accessory to it, isn't it? Like as an audience, as a mm. consumer, you feel like an accessory to it. No, it's, it's, it's sad, man, because, like, you know, artistically, like, you know, you think about all these songs that we all grew up on. No matter what generation you're, up, you're from, up to at R. Kelly's age, Bruh, you've had, like, music that, that you grew up there, on, that you like. There's people that, on their wedding video, are walking down the aisle to, to step in the name of love. They're, they're, you know, so it's, so it's not as easy as just muting R. Kelly because there's people with with physical memories, mm. physical things that you know, weddings, funerals. Do you know what I mean? Um, to be real though, I, I I've not listened to R. Kelly for years. 
generally. Yeah, this could have, yeah, but I know, but this, you, imagine. How long have you been married? It's quite nostalgic though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I've not listened to it. You understand? You know, I'm saying like, I'm not saying that I've not heard R. Kelly's music, but in my own personal time, I've never heard R. Kelly's music. I've heard it. You know why? Because you like to beat to other tunes. Yeah? (laughs) You weren't old school. You never had a mixtape with... If you didn't have an old school mixtape back in the day with one R. Kelly tune... What's my... What's into Wizkid and everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he was probably... Grime. You know he was a grime head back in the day. Power nut. In it. Who that boy live for me? Who that boy live for me? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? But you, your old school slow jam track ha- has to have one R. Kelly. Have to have R. Yeah, Kelly tank. You had to have these artists. This was standard. Yeah, let's turn it all Are we mi- Right, is R. Kelly muted? Are yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I wish, I, I, could, mean, I've, I've, I wish we couldn't, but it's disgusting, I, man. I, we, can't, we can't continue to pardon behaviour like that because people are talented. Mm-hmm. In any other industry, it, we wouldn't. We wouldn't like. Do you get what I'm saying? What about if you can? Like, you remember before you asked me the question? Can you? You said it in your, on your Instagram. Can you think, separate? Off separate. Off from off from I think as I can though. I can separate. I yeah, you I said, can enjoy you said the music. this before. You I, have can, said this I before. can enjoy the music without thinking about him. Because when I'm enjoying the music, I just feel like it takes me back to a certain. You time. think about your experience. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel about myself, not about him. I don't think. Oh, th- oh, this is Robert singing a great tune. Yeah, it's just. I like, don't think the only tune that probably reminds me of him is. Um, um, I believe I can fly because I remember that video. Space Jam. Space, space when, Jam. Yeah, it was like when I was a kid. That was a big. That was yeah, a that was a big. Space right. Jam. When we were kids, that was our primary school you situation. You understand? Do you know what's funny about that that, that that music video? He was at uni. <laughs> <laughs> he was at uni these times. He's on his fourth degree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you failed your driving test or something? Yeah, go on, tell them exactly what happened. Tell them exactly you what happened. Print. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Man went on the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Man, my pieces. Oh, um, yeah, that's my nah. There you go. Yeah, so, but, all right, so we can't, we can't spend the whole podcast talking about R. Kelly. So, but bottom line is, he's done. He's done out here. Mm-hmm. I I don't think you can separate it off. Not honest, if I'm no. honest. Nah, I don't think I don't think it's possible. Especially knowing what we know, and especially what we. But know. I done it the other day though. When we spoke about it on on Trim Talks on BBC we Radio, spoke, One we Extra. spoke about this on this podcast before though. We've spoken about this same I, R Kelly thing. I know after that last documentary. Yeah. But, but the thing is, when we, when we spoke the other day on Monday, over the Christmas, Usual Suspects come on. Right. And that's one of my favourite films. And I didn't even think twice about watching it. And halfway through, I was like, Ross Clark, this is the Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he's got his case right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up this and week as well, isn't it? I watched week. it to the end. Really? Yeah. What, what, did, what, what did you watch? Usual Suspects. See, now I see that, that, that documentary. I watched it the other night when, when I messaged you and you sent the link. At 11 at night, I went to bed at 6 in the morning. You watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing back to back to back what, to back. I had a one, one toilet break. The Dark thing. thing, all the way through. And you know what? There was a point at five, I was disgusted, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy makes me sick. Absolutely. And then I thought, you know what? I started, so I'm going to finish. <laughs> you know what? I can't, I can't. The reason I've not watched that, I'll tell you the truth, because I just feel like even by watching it, I'm invested. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so like full, like, you know what, I shouldn't, I'm muting that guy's whole yeah, but existence. You know, don't you want to know his side, though? No, it no, made me wanna know I wanna know his side to. as well. I, I want to know what goes on in his head. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to understand what's going on in a perverted person's mind. Do you know what? Do you know what? That's what psychologists should. Right, and not that me. I was going to say psychologists should, yeah, but and, not and based on either. based on the argument of you was molested before because 
You know what? Yeah. He said as he wanted to marry we, his mum. As we, as we said earlier in in an earlier podcast, that clip said a lot to me, man. When we was talking, when we was talking in an earlier podcast about mental health, mm. and you know, you know, I said I think everyone should speak to a counselor. Should speak. You understand? Mm. Now, in the times that I was speaking to one, they helped me identify that things that I hadn't dealt with younger as a teen have affected how I deal with adults now. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so, so you see how you, you will see certain people and how you talk to your mum is different to how I talk to my mum. Yeah. Bloody, bloody, blah. You understand? And as I said, there's certain things that I was able to look back at and be like, yeah, because I didn't deal with that problem when I was at school, that issue that I had with my mum and I haven't dealt with other things is why I, I have a problem with confrontation now. You understand? So, so for him... Yeah, it'd be like, let's get to the bottom of why everyone has to call you daddy. That's one of the 2,000 things. You understand? Let's get to the bottom of why you feel that they need to be locked in a room. What, what's inside you? Like, and, like, but as they, you said but on the psychology thing, what's inside? What, are you scared of being left? You understand? Do you, do you feel that you have to have power? You, do you, do you, I, would, I would like for it to be broken down just, to yeah, the point where it's just like... Yeah, but it's but too late. Don't you see the vulnerability? I'm, no, I'm not saying that he will, if he does break, if it does get broken down, that he's, he's going to be exempt or he's going to be... Um, not exonerated. Yeah, sorry. Like, I, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is it will be good to know. Not that you're going to get pardoned or man's going to start playing your music again because you're fuckery. You are the living devil, fam. You understand? But do you know what? But that's what I'm saying to you. That's why when I watched that clip, it's like it's almost like I felt like he see the same vulnerability in these girls that his mum saw in him, and that's probably why. That's why he knows that technique works because his mum probably ran that same technique on him. Do you think his mum molested him? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Oh, after I after him saying when he said that clip, oh, I wanted to marry my mum. I would kiss the bit where she put her lipstick on the cup. That was a bit weird. And yeah, I he thought, asked her to marry him and all that. Yeah, and that, so that made me think that, why do you love your mum like that? What is that thing? Did your mum... Munchausen... Did, did your mum push Munchausen... This? Darren says it properly. Munchausen by proxy or something like that. And it's that, it's that thing where if, you be, if you've been kidnapped, you eventually, over time, fall in love with the person that's kidnapped. Yeah. So when they open the door... You will run out and you get halfway down the road. And, and you'll come back. And now you're so scared because you're in love with your kidnapper. You that back. it's like, I don't want them to get into trouble. I'm, and I'm going to put money on it that he, he learned that technique from his mum. And that's why he knows it works. And, and, and that's why it's so powerful. And he probably can, and him being in the position that he is as R. Kelly, it works 10 times better. That he can lock you in a room and have you do that. Yeah, let's move on. Can we not talk about R. Kelly anymore? Let's not talk about Robert. No, but R. Kelly's cool. It's Robert we don't like. Robert. We don't like Robert. Robert. What else are you talking about, Ace? What's going on? Robert. I'm what else is going on? Uh, do you know what? This is, yeah, I mean, predictions for 2019. This is the first episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some, because, um, yeah, that R. Kelly thing makes me feel sick. Um, Prediction of 2019. Yeah. Um, in regards to what? What, what, know, what are we talking Maybe about? Maybe we should just talk about what we plan to happen this year. I think, I think, is Stormzy bringing that album? I don't know why this came to my head. He is, isn't he? I swear he said his album's complete. On, um, I saw it on what's it called show, on one of them Graham Norton or something. I'm interested to see what Stormzy's album sounds like in 2019. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you know what that I follow up fam that follow up album's hard what, for any hard? artist. Yeah 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 of course I think he would do it. 
follow up. I don't know. I think he's going to have to go for the majority now. He's mainstream. People have to change. You can't stay at that level. It's hard. You see Giggs' thing where he's like, yeah, that promo looks cold. The promo looks cold. Mental. Big bad. Big bad. You know, I'm looking forward to, and I'm I'm going to. We say so many things on this podcast. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you what I'm looking forward to this year. Go on. I'm looking forward to my daughter coming over in in May with a couple of her little brethrens to do some travelling. Cool. I'm looking forward to uh, all of Vienna Grace's uncles doing our annual holiday to celebrate Victor this year. I'm looking forward to going to Jamaica because I am gonna land with you, friend. Are you coming? I'm coming to see what you've but you is my guy, you know. Yeah, are you coming? Legit? I'm coming. There's oh. no way I'm missing Budgie's oh. first concert. Well, I'm up. landing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about running around Jamaica with popcorn and them man there. Yeah. It's fun though. It's the I, most it is fun. fun. I hear you, but I got a feeling that one of my dreads will get caught in the no, motorbike no, chain. Generally, it's like the most thing. fun you'll ever have in your life. No, I, I, I know. Running around know. Jamaica with popcorn is like, like it's That's, so. You know, like it's like your kid, it's like yeah. your teenager. It's yeah. your being on really. That's what they call him, innit? Like, <laughs> like, that's, that, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to. We are planning a cut the chat live tour. Me and Ace spoke about this, and we are planning that. Um, I love the live shows, man. I love the live mm. tours. So yeah, man. get a little tour bus and go. Should yeah, yeah. So I'm, there's a couple of things I'm looking forward to. Looking forward, forward <laughs> to remember, a couple of films. I remember, yeah, it was a live show we done in Birmingham, yeah. When you like, talked the whole country and I only came to a few. You only came, you only came <laughs> to Birmingham. Know, I think I was working. Birmingham and, and Edinburgh. What were you doing? What I was doing a film. I was doing No, you were in the theatre. You did a, you was doing a sign in the film. I was doing a play. Yeah, I was doing Saturn. But anyway, I remember I remember that I come to Birmingham and that was the one with Leisha and Big Nasty. Oh, yeah. Was that the one? Yeah, was that yeah, second yeah. show in Birmingham? Yeah, second show in Birmingham. And then we were in... No, Big Nasty wasn't this year. No, Big Nasty wasn't the last one. It was the last one. It wasn't. No, the oh, last right. one was Dylan Duffus was in the crowd. Yeah, that was the big nasty. Yeah, but show. big nasty. Was, that was a big was nasty. Big nasty one. there. Yeah, that was a big nasty. I one. swear, big nasty was the, the, the year before. No, we no, it was with Lady no. Leisha. But we did two Birmingham. We done two Birmingham. Uh, big nasty was with Lady Leisha. Yeah, yeah that and was the I, first one. Who was in the second one? Was it just us? I think it was just us in the second one. Can't but either way, anyway, yeah. my point yeah. is, the journey. No, we, back, I we had there, the time. journey back was a bit mad. Was it just me with the driver? That nearly killed us. And we went to random places on the way back and we had to come off the motorway. Yeah. And we got back home at like 5 a.m. Yeah, was it the one where the, where, the, where the guy took the wrong turn and no one was saying that? Yeah. Like, why are we down this country lane? Yeah. Was it the one where we dropped him to Luton Airport because you had to I, go somewhere? I don't think that was after Birmingham though. I went to well, Ibiza. There was a time, I went to Croatia. There was a time I remember we got here outside at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. It was bright. Yeah. From yeah. Birmingham. Birmingham's not that far. Good times. I, yeah. I can't remember. It's moving raving. That was the time. With him and Vic was running around with oh, no top yeah. on in the club. Manchester. That was Birmingham. That yeah, was Birmingham. That was and Snow Birmingham. Dog was DJing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a time. You know, I found that video. You found it? Of you and Vic coming out of the club with no top on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post that up on the cut of the chat. That's funny. Yeah. You and Vic, and you, and you just start doing some rock star madness. Oh, that was That's funny. funny. I'm going to post that. But yeah, one. no, we need to do a few live shows this year. I think it'll be really mm. cool. And um, yeah, I got hopefully. Probably a film coming out this year. Well, yeah. I, need to, I need to make it first, but yeah, this year. Come on, I've got quite a few. Coming like, out, or, or you're you going to be I'm, filming I want to push for one out this year, Quick. you know. Oh. I want to film. I'm definitely going to film one this year, but I want to push for one to come out. And I've got a few smaller projects as well, like different, like little clever things that you that will appreciate that I'm working on as well. 
But yeah, but immediately I'm doing a play from next week. I'm in rehearsal. Are you? Yeah, doing Macbeth. You enjoying it? Spread on. I start next week. Is it? Hold on, yeah. you doing Macbeth? Me. Me. You, what, so you're actually you? acting in Macbeth? Yeah. Who are you? What is it? Like Macduff. A... And th- don't make jokes about black people on Macbeth. Please. I wasn't going to make jokes. I what are you doing at the... I wasn't... Rush no, I'm doing it at uh, the Orange Tree Theatre in Richmond. Okay, we're going to come along to I'm that. I'm coming to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely come along to that. I'm coming to that. Did nah, I, you I, can't I, act like Negroes, though. you got to act professional. What? You know yeah. what? I went to... They can act however they want. I've been to yeah. a couple of Letitia's I think we need to start... Yeah, but you'll start giving guns. I'm not going to give the gun finger. You know what? They're no, they have to be themselves. They have to be themselves. No, I think doing theatre just like being a certain way. It's not that. Like you know, theatre is for. Do you want me to come in in, in like African attire? Come as you are. I'm gonna kill a lion and. Come as you are. Kill a lion and I kill a goat. Mm. Did anybody go see Nine Night? No, I don't. I've seen see what's it. Nine Night. Nine Night. I'm not doing that. Why? Because that uh, like, is weird. Like Jason York here, yeah, he went and saw it. That came out. When Victor passed, I did as well. I was, and I was very it, sad. It oh, was mad. Really? No, no, I, yeah, I went and watched right. it. No, so it's been twice. So it was at like the national. I went like yeah. Was at the national. Have you seen it as well? Yeah. Can so you, it was like no, no, get invited. You not going to see this? No, it was. Yeah, like, could you come out just like this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was at the national when Victor passed, and I was. Um, oh, no, I remember I was sat there at the front, feeling very sad, and yeah. like the thing is, yeah, I told you the truth. I get very emotional sometimes, but I I want to cry. I'm not a crying person, mm. but I can't cry. And, like, I feel like that's even worse. So you're a bit stiff. <laughs> yeah. And my wife is always like, you need to go and see a therapist about that because that's a problem. <laughs> because like, I genuinely, you know, like, I genuinely, I'm sat there and I'm like, you know what, maybe if I cry, like, if I'm able to bring myself to cry in this situation, feel yeah. I'll feel better, but I can't cry. Mm. And I'm just there, like, and even on my birthday, I remember driving home feeling really sad. I remember I come out of the club that night and I saw Delzy. And, like, me and him spoke for about 10 minutes. And then I went into the car and I was really, like, overwhelmed with emotion. Really? Like, really thinking about Victor, like, overwhelmed, thinking, like, I'm, like, actually, up until my birthday, I hadn't, it felt like it was Victor's funeral again, I'll be honest. Because I was thinking Mm. about Victor in a way that I hadn't actually thought about Victor. Because on that night, before I left home, my friend texted me from Ghana. He was like, I'm thinking about Victor. They're not close friends. Like, they didn't know each other, really. They met probably four times. And I was like, yeah, because I'm thinking, like, I'm in Ghana living my best life. And Victor was known for living his best life. And I feel like I'm, like, living right now in his memory. Did you see the picture that I post that night? No. Of the shard and the sky? No. Yeah, they lit yeah. up the shard purple. Man. So the whole sky, as I'm coming up to the club, I'm coming through Elephant. So Man. I can see the shard. And imagine, I, I imagine there's a song that... I first heard this song with, my with Victor yeah. on the way to go and meet Tash. Mad. Yeah, at, at some barbecue thing. Yeah, so it's the first time I've ever met Tash. And I remember going over, over Blackfriars Bridge, you know, Vic, Roof Down, Mad. and this J. Cole song has come on. Mad. So imagine I'm on the way to the thing and I'm chatting to Tash on the phone. Mad. And I've just looked up and I've seen the shard purple and the, the sky's purple Vic songs playing and then Ash nudges me and says yo look over there and we just stopped right next to a purple bin Mad. and I'm just like and then t- I've sent it all to Tash and Tash is like 
Yeah, that's my man. He's, he's with you tonight, nice. isn't it? You know, Vic ain't missing out on no raves. Nah, that 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 was um, a very like weirdly like you know like mm. afterwards it was very emotional, very emotional time for me actually. Mm. But yeah, so I, I remember watching that play. I was sat right at the front. I got the worst seats. Like when I went to watch it, and it literally yeah. the stage was here and I was there. It was mm. almost this close. Yeah, yeah. Sat right at the front, and it's like you know it's got this really sad sequence where the 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 woman it doesn't give away the play wants like to hear from the person or something like mm. and that was like that was a mad little yeah Do you relate because i i didn't relate obviously i'm like i've grown up god with god with you're african, yeah, yeah african. really you're caribbean but yeah african. yeah because it's hard i'm confused i'm a confused bro but i didn't i couldn't really relate to that whole nine night thing obviously yeah, you, 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 you see it I haven't seen the picture. No, but I didn't know about all of the things that you do during a nine night. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, like, I didn't even know what a nine night was. Mm. What's mad? You know, it's like a, it's a mad African thing. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's actually. What I find fascinating, I'm reading about black history at the moment, as you like, no. What I find fascinating about black history and like Caribbean history and all of that stuff, it's like. It's almost like some of the Caribbean history. Like and traditions that exist, Africa has been became so Christian that Africans don't even practice some of those practices anymore. Mm-hmm. But the Caribbean somehow managed to hold on to it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just find that so fascinating. I find you know like even like just like black, some of the like you know spiritualism and like you know some of the like what we call witchcraft and like all of that, all the traditional religions that people practice. I find it fascinating that. Some people still manage to practice that even today, despite you know being torn away from from those places hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And like in a way, that's probably like the reason I like Jamaica so much because it it it, it reminds me of Africa and it reminds me like I like Jamaica. Like I keep saying to you, like, I like Jamaicans. Yeah, yeah. Because they remind me of Africans. Like, but in a way that Jamaicans here don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, but anyway. But yeah, so your play, what do you say, Macbeth? Macbeth, but yeah, Nine Night, you should go and watch that. That's dope. Like, that's, it might be that's, finished now. Oh? I think it might be finished. It might now. be finished, but I feel like, no, it can't be. Is it not? I saw um, the guy from The Bill, I can't remember his name, my brethren as well. I saw the him black like, guy that's in it. Yeah, I saw oh, him yeah. like John Lewis the other day. He was like, no, I should come watch it. But yeah, like, that's a dope show. The Convert, I'm trying to go and see it. It's like the um, Old Vic, you should go watch that as well. Some good theatre run, man. And watch me and Matt Beth if you can cool. be bothered. Um, I need to say happy birthday to. Uh, <laughs> birthday shout. No, nah, I have to. I have to. Uh, did you see my Lee? I swear it's your birthday this week, though. Next week. Lee, sing the thing because you are this lady's. Like, you're the one that you're just outrageous. She just you're finds you outrageous. Finger lady. No, it's oh, not. Sorry. No, <laughs> this is Aisha's aunt. Oh, okay. It's the finger lady. Yeah. You know. Happy birthday, Aisha's aunt. What's her name? Aunt Janet. Oh, Janet, happy birthday. Are you going to sing it? Happy birthday. No, no. <laughs> let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not start. All right, lying. cool. Um, what, um, what are we doing for your birthday? I don't know, that's what I'm saying. We've got, are we doing another show next week, though? Yeah. So we'll talk about next week then, isn't it? Yeah. Any ideas? But I think I was going to say on our podcast tour, when it happens, I think we should invite some of the, whoever wants to email in, mm-hmm. and we we'll go through and they can come on a tour bus with us and 
and live the life. Uh, being on the top, that's the best bit. No, it's not because Lee farts. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not eating dairy now. Oh, okay, so cool. I don't do all of that. Mm. Femi, are you gonna come on the top bus? Because he likes to drive by himself. In it. I've never done that. You like to do what? You never come oh, on the yeah, top I bus. Drive one time. Exactly. I drove to Birmingham. The time yeah, you come. I drove one time. Yeah, the tour bus life is hilarious. It is fun. But yeah, cool. Uh, cool. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up, man. Uh, thank you to everyone again. Big up to everyone that came out to the party, New Year's Eve Eve. Uh, sorry to anyone that didn't get in. Next year, bigger venue, for sure. Yeah, we need it. And also, subscribe to our channel, man. That's right. We're back on all platforms, on YouTube, podcast app, everything. Till next week. Peace. Peace.